Welcome to Meaningful Words About and By Meaningful People. I'm Dominique Marcelek, and tonight we're going to be discussing famous, meaningful love letters. We'll be discussing the letters of Virginia Woolf and Ludwig van Beethoven. We'll start with Virginia Woolf. Victoria Mary Sackville West, born March 9, 1892, and dying June 2, 1962, usually known as Vida Sackville West, was an English author and garden designer. Vida was a successful novelist, poet, and journalist, as well as a prolific writer and diarist. She published more than a dozen collections of poetry during her lifetime and 13 novels. She was the inspiration for the androgynous protagonist of Orlando, a biography by her famous friend and lover, Virginia Woolf. Vida Sackville West and Virginia Woolf exchanged letters in January of 1926. The two began an affair in the mid-twenties that inspired Woolf's novel, Orlando, These letters came after their first separation. Their affair ended in 1929. From Sackville West to Virginia, Milan, January 21st, 1926. Quote, I am reduced to a thing that wants Virginia. I composed a beautiful letter to you in the sleepless nightmare hours of the night, and it has all gone. I just miss you in a quiet, simple, desperate human way. You, with all your undumb letters, would never write so elementary a phrase as that. Perhaps you wouldn't even feel it, and yet I believe you'll be sensible of a little gap but you'd clothe it in so exquisite a phrase that it would lose a little of its reality. Whereas with me, it is quite stark. I miss you even more than I could have believed. And I was prepared to miss you a good deal. So this letter is just really a squeal of pain. It is incredible how essential to me you have become. I suppose you are accustomed to people saying these things. Damn you, spoiled creature. I shan't make you love me any the more by giving myself away like this. But oh my dear, I can't be clever and standoffish with you. I love you too much for that, too truly. You have no idea how standoffish I can be with people I don't love. I have brought it to a fine art but you have broken down my defenses and I don't really resent it. Please forgive me for writing such a miserable letter. V. From Wolf to Sackville West, Tuesday, January 26. Your letter from Trist came this morning. 
But why do you think I don't feel or that I make phrases? Lovely phrases, you say, which rob things of reality. Just the opposite. Always, always, always I try to say what I feel. Will you then believe that after you went last Tuesday, exactly a week ago, out I went into the slums of Bloomsbury to find a barrel organ, but it did not make me cheerful. And ever since, nothing important has happened. Somehow, it's dull and damp. I have been dull. I have missed you. I do miss you. I shall miss you. And if you don't believe it, you're a long-eared owl and ass. Lovely phrases. But of course, to return to your letter, I always knew about your standoffishness. Only I said to myself, I insist upon kindness. With this aim in view, I came to Longbarn. Open the top button of your jersey and you will see. Nestling inside a lively squirrel with the most inquisitive habits. But a dear creature all the same. And now to Ludwig van Beethoven. The immortal beloved is the addressee of a love letter which composer Ludwig van Beethoven wrote on July 7th, 1812. The entire letter is written on 10 small pages in Beethoven's rather inconsistent handwriting. The apparently unsent letter was found in the composer's estate after his death, after which it remained in the hands of Anton Schindler until his death was subsequently willed to his sister and was sold by her in 1880 to the Berlin State Library, where it remains today. The letter is written in pencil and consists of three parts. Since Beethoven did not specify a year or a location, an exact dating of the letter and identification of the addressee was speculative until the 1950s, when an analysis of the paper's watermark yielded the year, and by extension, the place. Scholars have since this time been divided on the intended recipient of the immortal beloved letter. my all, my own self. Only a few words today, and that too with pencil. Only till tomorrow is my lodging definitely fixed. What abominable waste of time in such things. Why this deep grief where necessity speaks? Can our love persist otherwise than through sacrifices, than by not demanding everything? Canst thou change it? that thou art not entirely mine, I not entirely thine. Oh God, look into beautiful nature and compose your mind to the inevitable. Love demands everything and is quite right. So it is for me with you, for you with me only. You forget so easily that I must live for you and for me. 
were we quite united, you would notice this painful feeling as little as I should. We shall probably soon meet. Even today I cannot communicate my remarks to you, which during these days I made about my life. Were our hearts close together, I should probably not make any such remarks. My bosom is full to tell you much. There are moments when I find that speech is nothing at all. Brighten up. Remain my true and only treasure, my all, as I to you. The rest the gods must send what must be for us and shall. Your faithful Ludwig. That evening. Quote. You suffer, you, my dearest creature. Just now I perceive that letters must be posted first thing early. Mondays, Thursdays, the only days when the post goes from here. <laughs> you suffer, oh. Where I am, you are with me, with me and you. I shall arrange that I may live with you. So, without you pursued by the kindness of the people here and there, whom I mean to desire to earn just as little as they earn. Humility of man towards man, it pains me. And when I regard myself in connection with the universe, what I am, what he is, whom one calls the greatest, and yet there lies herein again the godlike of man. I weep when I think you will probably only receive on Saturday the first news from me, as you two love, Yet I love you stronger, but never hide yourself from me. Good night, as I am taking the waters, I must go to bed. Oh God, so near, so far. Is it not a real building of heaven, our love, but as firm too as the citadel of heaven? The following morning, quote, Even in bed, my ideas yearn towards you, my immortal beloved. Here and there, joyfully, then again sadly, awaiting from fate whether it will listen to us. I can only live, either altogether with you or not at all. Yes, I have determined to wander about for so long far away until I can fly into your arms and call myself quite at home with you and send my soul enveloped by yours into the realm of spirits. Yes, I regret it must be. You will get it over it all the more as you know my faithfulness to you. Never another one can own my heart. Never, never. Oh God, why must one go away from what one loves so? And yet my life, as it is now, is a miserable life. Your love made me the happiest and unhappiest at the same time. At my actual age, I should need some continuity, sameness of life. Can that exist under our circumstances? Angel, I just hear that the post goes out every day and must close, therefore, so that you get the letter at once. Be calm. Love me. Today, yesterday. What longing and tears for you, you, my life, my all, farewell. 
oh go on loving me never doubt the faithfulness the faithfulest heart of your beloved ever thine ever mine ever ours